It's time for the weekly Q&A that we call Splunk Talk. Episode 16 for Friday, September 24th, 2010. The Long Hard Road. This week, it's all about tips and tricks on dealing with custom log files. The excitement of Splunk Talk continues for a 16th straight week, and without further ado... I gotta have more cowbell. Splunk Talk, writing answers without a doubt. Splunk Talk, we'll help you figure it out. Splunk Talk, that you tell the whole world about. Splunk Talk. Splunk Talk. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Friday, September 24th. Seems like a perfect day to chat about Splunk. Per usual, our good friends in Chicago and Dallas, Jeff Blake in Chicago and Maverick Garner in Dallas. How is it going, boys? Going good. Going good. Can't complain. I'll bet you could. There's got to be something to complain about. No, not when you have a... You can't. You're perfectly capable of it. Yeah. I don't think so. Actually, (laughs) Maverick doesn't complain like hardly ever. Usually it's Jeff. Yeah, but I have my walnuts today, so so they keep me, you know, in good spirits. Oh, oh man. man. I could, that would have been a good one. I, there's a <laughs> lot I could say about walnuts. Oh. <laughs> just let's just let's just stop now. Like what? What do you what do you mean? I don't know. Oh, don't think <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and it's the Splunk Morning Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Splunk. Okay. All right. All righty. We got some questions today, and we do a we do a little hit like this. Watch this. What? Splunk talk. Hey, it's question and answer time. Ooh, yeah. Per usual. So if I say, "Give me a Splunk talk," what, what are you gonna do? If I say, give me a Splunk talk, I don't really have a hit. I can do this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, whatever. Give me a Splunk goat. Okay. Yeah. How, about, how about how about the Splunk parakeet? <laughs> yeah. Would, that it, really needs to be the theme here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The is that Jeff. is was that sampled from Nimish's recording or or is that something you just got? That's classified. I can't I can't really discuss uh, okay. where and no. how we 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 squeeze. I mean, got the top secret parakeet. Threat level is amber. So I understand. Okay. We have had uh, three to four animal-based sound effects, so that's a morning zoo. So that's, while we're at it, is- let's get rolling. Let's do some questions. What do you got? I got a question. No, you don't. Uh, yeah, I really? do. Really? Okay. Just like every week, ah. I kick it off. Here, here we go. Here we go. What do I need to do to make Splunk index some custom log files my app developers have created? Is there any special parsing needed? Um, good question. So there's a couple of things to be aware of. One, nothing. You can just have Splunk eat that custom log file. We what? Yes, that's crazy. It you know just fire and forget. Splunk does not have a relational backend, which means you don't have to have a special set of parsers to fit it into some crazy predetermined schema. So it, you know, its intelligence pretty much looks for a timestamp and then looks for the next timestamp. There's a little bit more intelligence and heuristics than that. So often when you have a custom log file, uh, they might be single line events, but a lot of times custom log files are multi-line events, such as 
some special Java application that you might have wrote or a script that goes out and grabs some stuff from a, you know, maybe from an AS400 or something like that that just generates it. And Splunk will generally take and turn that into one large event for each one where it's proper instead of 50,000 large events, size events for uh, like a stack trace. But what you will probably want to do is do some searching on certain metrics in that log. You might want to create some dashboards and reports that uh, maybe show some trends or allow people to search on um, certain values other than just raw text. So in that case, Splunk uh, can be configured to create fields from the events. Now, Splunk automatically will create a field as in from or to or server or host. It'll create it automatically if the log file has something like key equals value, like from equals Maverick, to equals Jeff, they equals love each other, something like that. But if your log files, while they're eaten just fine in Splunk, are not in key equals value format, there's a nice little menu next to the timestamp on each event. So hop into your Splunk, go to, that, go to an event that you'd like to, uh, let's say, make something a field. For example, maybe you have a Java stack trace and you want to take the class that caused the exception and turn it into a field. Click on that event menu, click extract fields, and give it some samples of some of the class names that are causing the exception. Hit generate, and Splunk will go ahead and build a, something people call a regular expression. It'll automatically build it for you so you don't have to. You can save it, turn it into a field, and now your custom log file is not only eaten, but you can get reports and make dashboards and do all sorts of other cool things. There you go. Th those are your considerations. Right. Yeah, and, and the cool thing about, I think that's about this whole concept of getting the fields after the fact is that you don't have to get all of them every time because some of these events I've seen have two, 300 fields on some in some cases, um, and you don't have to, like, set up a parser for 300 things. You just get the one or two that you need that, you know, but your boss is tapping you on the shoulder saying, can you give me a report on this value over time? You can just get that one and, you're, and you, you know, graph it out and you're done. Correct, Mundo. I have a question for you, Maverick. Okay. Okay. I'm splunking some custom application log files. Hmm. Custom application log files seems to be the theme today. Sounds like a theme. Sounds like a theme. Um, the events within the log file have a timestamp that only contain the time portion, but not the date. However, the name of the log file itself actually contains the date of the events found inside. How can I configure Splunk to use the date located in the name of the log file and then use the time portion located in each of the events themselves? Whoa. Are you trying to stump what? me? That's what you're trying Say to do. Say you. You're trying to stump yeah. me. Yeah. So uh, actually, this, is, uh, this could be quite common. Certain applications, uh, off-the-shelf uh, applications or custom applications too, uh, can have this kind of situation, so um, it's it's you, you have to do a little bit extra configuration, but it it, it totally works. So so there's this file uh, called props.com where you can set up uh, time formats, and you can go into the time format. And normally, if it has the time and the date in the event, you would specify both the time and the date format. Uh, for the specific custom thing uh, format in the in the uh, specific custom file that you have, uh, in this case, because you're saying you're asking the timestamp is in the event, but the 
the date is located in the name of the file itself, like the parent file that all the events are in, then you would specify for the time format, you would specify the time portion extraction only, that format only, and then you can go into a, another file that's in your Splunk Etsy directory called Datetime XML. And then Datetime XML has all of the uh, different more um, algorithmic extractions for the different types of date and time formats. And you would just add a new entry in there for the date portion to have it look at the source, which would be the, uh, the file path, um, and you would extract it using a regular expression to extract it out of the file name there. And then Splunk will combine that date that it extracts from the file name with the timestamps for each event, and there you go. That's Wow, you make it sound so easy. Uh, well, it kind of <laughs> is once you, understand, once you listen. See, so those of you that didn't get that, just rewind and then play it again and like two or three times and you'll get it'll become easier yeah we'll, we'll put a link to the docs in there because um you'll need yeah you'll need to know a little regular expression it uh to pick out the f- date from the file name <laughs> well you can also go you can also go to the blogs.splunk.com and if you look Ooh. tina fee uh tina fee has a an article that that she does that too i think so it might be a good yeah. example to didn't she break too. facebook yesterday I, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Tina Fee used to work at, in Splunk support, but now she's over at Facebook. I think she's the Splunk person at Facebook. But she, she in she fact, is. did not break Facebook. Uh, yeah, sure? Facebook posted a little. All right, I have a question. Like I, uh, wait, I got wait. in from a listener. Hold on. I, hold yeah. your horses, Maverick. Are you sure? <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on. No! You hold on. You hold on. I, I'm. Every week, okay, listen, every week you guys are always interrupting me when I'm going to ask a question just so you can make some announcement or go through some, I don't know, list of things you want to tell people about. And I'm quite frankly, I, I'm not even going to say it on the air. I, I don't, it's not even worth it. All right, so you're going to listen to me for just one second, okay? You know, you know we have the taglines, right, for the Splunk T-shirts? Take the SH out of IT, for example, because ninjas are too busy. Finding your faults like mom, et cetera. Before I talk about that, I wanna I wanna talk about something else. I wanna take this up a notch. All of you that are listening to me right now, you know why you listen. And you like the show. And we know that you like the show because we have statistics on Michael's Splunk Talk Analytics app that we see exactly how many downloads we get and how popular the show is becoming. What I need you all to do is to think about sending us your feedback. I'm, I'm wondering if you even want to or not. You may want to send us that feedback. Now, in fact, you could probably put everything on pause and send us a quick email and let us know why. It's important that we know. And here's the cool thing. If you decide, I'm, you know, it's up to you. I can't do this for you, but you can decide to send us that feedback now and tell us why you like the show and maybe what you don't like about the show too. And we will send you a t-shirt with one of those cool taglines on it. And if you collect the shirts, you can maybe get one that you don't have yet. So think about that. Think about if you, if you really want to send us that feedback or not now. We need it. We definitely need it. Yeah. We absolutely need your help because the show is here for you. So do you have a question now, Maverick? Okay, I'll let Thank you. you go. 
I have. Okay, here's here's what, what? they say. Here's what he's, they say. He's not. He's not starting uh, off already. I've Hey, hey. Hold on. I interrupt him again. Talking the show. So. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Um. Something. How about this? <laughs> okay. There we go. Okay, all right, enough of the animal things. We're done with that. Okay, so listen, this, seriously, though, this is a question. I have logs that I'm pulling down from our mainframe. Ooh, mainframe. They have screen scrapes. <laughs> hey, I, I love mainframes, but, you know, um, they have screen you're in, scrapes. You're an EDS guy. You're in, in the EDS course, building right now. <laughs> it's in your, D, it's in your, it's in your DDS. Right. <laughs> hey, mainframes rock. Oh. Okay, look, so they really rock, but, you know, really? sometimes. Yeah, but do they have custom log files like this guy's talking about? Didn't mainframes beat Gary Kasparov? <laughs> Pro- yes, probably yes. so. Go mainframes. <laughs> they have they have, <laughs> they have screen scrapes and they have um, no consistent length or con- content uh, aside from a weird timestamp. Can Splunk eat those? Of course, Splunk can eat anything, as really? Michael pointed out earlier. And we can handle weird timestamps, as you pointed out earlier. So uh, there's there's a couple of ways to to skin this cat. Uh, essentially, we want to do one of two things. We're gonna we're gonna figure out a way to handle multi-line events, whether they're um, consistent or inconsistent, and do one of two things with them. Um, one way is to take all of the events, uh, all of the different lines discreetly, and figure out a way to reassemble them later. This is a lot of work, but um, what it does allow you to do is um, some additional processing if there's some uh, weird transpositions, um, especially that happens a lot in the mainframe, Um, or if there's other pieces of processing that you want to do outside of the Splunk footprint. Um, So then you basically take a bunch of of lines, reassemble them, pre-process them if you want, and send them to Splunk. The other way, which is much easier... And in fact, uh, something I did on a recent project for um, screen scrapes from a mainframe is to essentially figure out a way where the lines um, all need to come together into uh, into a single event. Um, and it's pretty easy once you get the stream of data into Splunk. So the first thing you want to do is figure out a way to uh, determine determine how the the event itself is going to look. Uh, and probably the first thing you're going to do, Maverick talked a little bit earlier about the props.com file. There's a stanza that you'll attach to that source type uh, called should line merge, and you want to set that equal to true. Once you set the line merge equal to true, there's a bunch of other directives that you can give Splunk to treat that data, whether it's uh, lots of lines or a few lines or even if they're, uh, of different types. So you can um, auto line merge it. You can break before a date. You can break after a date. You can break before a regular expression or after a regular expression. You can not break if there's a specific regular expression. You can even, um, you can even uh, specify the maximum number of events that would be part of that, uh, that, that uh, input stream. So there's a lot of things that Splunk can do right out of the box to help with that. And, uh, you can you can look at all of these pieces in uh, in props.conf uh, examples and or just go to our doc site uh, search for configure line breaking for multi line events and it's all there. You guys have anything you want to pile onto that? No, that was that was pretty good. And you know the one thing to the the other well I will add one thing. You know so you may have to 
um, you may just start indexing that data and find that Splunk's automatic sort of heuristics didn't break it up like you'd like it to. So, you know, use some of Jeff's settings and then you'll probably have to um, stop your Splunk server, maybe clean or remove the events in your Splunk index and then start it up so it it gets those events right because there's a chance that it actually won't re-eat the file if you if you make changes to it. So, you know, it's a good thing to test out first before you kind of commit it to production. So, excellent questions, great answers. I feel I feel a um a Splunk like talk coming on. This? You are psychic, mm -hmm. yeah. Maverick. Just like just, that. I just feel like that. some. <laughs> I feel another segment coming on. I I was a little afraid about uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> something that was. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of something that would cause us to cue up some aha music, but I, I got nothing. Like you said, I dug deep and I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you can always for the final uh, for the final segments what if anything did we learn this week i'm going first dang it Please. okay um something Go nerdy our security nice. dude inspector guru alex rates at splunk uh has got this splunk product security portal like i said this is kind of nerdy but if you go to Splunk.com slash page slash security portal, or you just Google Splunk security portal, there is um, a couple of pages there that focus on product security announcements. So on the occasion that there are vulnerabilities discovered, um, we generally try to announce them and post them uh, to the web and you know post fixes. There's uh, So you can understand how we... Uh, test for vulnerabilities and rate them. We use common vulnerability scoring system. Um, how we fix them. So you, you kind of understand like, you know, a little bit inside of Splunk development and how we're trying to keep uh, up with uh, product uh, security and, and things like that. And you can also report vulnerabilities if you happen to find them. Software, software, people aren't perfect and it's good to help participate in the reporting of that if you happen to find it. So... There's a product security portal, and then let's uh, let's do the um, let's do the count today. Bitly Splunk Talk Analytics. I'm so stoked. I posted this on Twitter the other day. We're up to like, gosh, yesterday it was 324. Now we're up to 336 uh, that listen that are listening this week. And we're we like Maverick said, we couldn't be happier. Give us some feedback. Send an email to SplunkTalk at Splunk.com. Heck, send us your size and mailing address along with that suggestion, and, and we'll send you a shirt. So that's what I got for this week. Anybody else? Um, well, I guess I kind of do. Um, I, I I can tell you what I learned this week. Um, I learned that if you leave the little light on in your car, the little reading light on overnight, <laughs> um, it, your battery will totally go dead. Uh, yeah, yeah you're, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, I, See, I found that out. So um, I replaced. That's one I actually I replaced uh, <laughs> all of the lights in my car with compact fluorescent bulbs. So I I don't have that problem. I just you know good yeah. for you, good for you. But um, I I've learned that that of course I don't it takes have... a half hour for them to warm up <laughs> exactly. to where you can use them. 
Correct. I also learned, I also learned, this is really cool. I, I attended the uh, beta, like a beta review of the uh, Splunk uh, app for VMware beta. Yeah. Pretty nice. Oh, very kick butt. I was, uh, I was impressed uh, with how it all, how it all easily lets you drill down. I mean, I'm, I'm already impressed with Splunk, obviously, but to, to be able to go into the VM, uh, both at the level of what's running in the in the guests as well as the uh from the esx server view it was just it was some great correlations going on so i'm i'm excited for that to to ga here soon um and thank you and i uh i'm still holding that 14th on splunk answers and Dwayne waddles like one point behind me is about to knock me out to to the third column but i'm still ahead of Dwayne. so if if Dwayne, if you're a listener curses go (laughs) Dwayne, go No, no, no. So y'all had to vote me up. You had to vote my questions and stuff as as good questions. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you really have to solicit people for you, that's, that's just sad. Hey, you know, it's funny because Felix, uh, Felix Lippel, the last, when I was talking about him, he actually did that. He went in there and did that. But, of course, he's totally still ahead of me. Five. Yeah, you, yeah. You, get, you get the parakeet award. Hey, thank you. <laughs> And I didn't get to talk about the uh, Columbus, Ohio user group, which is going to happen this Thursday, 5 p.m., Columbus, Ohio, at the Columbus Metropolitan Library Northwest, 28, <laughs> 2280 Hard Road. What? Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> So really, it it does sound like a joke, but it's for real. This is this is the third Columbus user group uh, meeting we've had, and uh, we got some good stuff planned for you, including T-shirts. Awesome! Uh, I, I so want to joke about that road. Oh God! With the hard one, I I the begged to change the location, but uh, just so we. I think have I think we have a show title. <laughs> So everybody, again, thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with the Splunk Talk dudes for a few minutes today. Uh, to remind you again, uh, of course, you know, tell everybody about Splunk Talk. We like that you listen. We'd love to know who you are, and we'd love some feedback. And of course, you know, like Maverick said, we'll send you some shirts. As always, Splunk Talk at Splunk.com. Have a fabulous week, and. Happy Splunking. Y'all better watch out now. Because Splunk is about to take over the world.